I'm on vacation. Vacations always end. It's the very fact that it's finite that makes traveling special. You could move to any one of those destinations you loved in small doses, and it wouldn't be the spellbinding, life-altering seven days you spend there as a guest, letting a place into your heart fully, letting it change you. Emily Henry. Where did you go on vacation this summer? I took a couple different vacations. I took a beach trip to Florida with my boyfriend. It was some really nice time in the sun. I then took a trip with some friends to Savannah, Georgia, had a little party weekend, and I'm actually going to Seattle in a few weeks for a wedding. I love traveling, and I definitely agree that vacations are really magical times where you can spend with family, friends, exploring a new place, going on a solo trip, which I highly recommend. And they typically give me a little bit of writing inspiration. With that being said, welcome to episode 46 of the Turn Right Podcast. Today's episode, I want to review the book, People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. I want to give a book review from a writer's perspective and give some writing takeaways on what I really think made this book a very solid read. I absolutely love this book. It's been a hot minute since I actually fell in love with a book, so I wanted to devote an entire episode to breaking this story down. Number one, Emily Henry utilizes a rich and expressive voice throughout the story. This really keeps me engaged from the first page to the last. I was laughing, I was crying, I was feeling all the things as I read this book, and that's because Emily Henry gives you so much color to her words. She really paints the picture of every character. It's like Poppy, the main character, is talking directly to you, and I love stories like that. It's like Alex Nilsson is your love interest sending you sad puppy selfies. It's in a very deep point of view, which in my opinion is really great for establishing a strong voice and feeling connected to the characters. It creates that sensation that the character is actually talking to you about his day. Emily Henry is really funny. Her characters are humorous and bold. The name Poppy is warm. It's yellow. It makes me think of beautiful flowers. The characters all say and do outrageous things, like when Poppy's mom gives her and Alex a huge box of condoms when they aren't even dating, they're so embarrassed. There's not a ton of characters in the book, but each one is very unique. Rachel is Poppy's best friend in New York City. She's like this typical NYC influencer type, uh, kind of the advice giver to Poppy. Poppy's parents are these typical Midwesterners, but they're kind of outrageous people, and they live a very loud and chaotic lifestyle. Um, it just really reminds you of like the crazy family in your neighborhood that you know and love. Alex's dad is this reserved pre- is this reserved preacher that kind of slowly turns more progressive. Each character really has their own unique identity, and that helps carry the book. The voice really sets the tone of the novel, which is warm, uplifting, and humorous. It's really a smart beach read. I really do love Emily Henry's humor. Um, when she's describing this bar in the first chapter, she says, I think letting my bare foot touch the anonymous filth on the laminate might be a good way to contract, to contract one of those rare diseases kept in the refrigerated valves of a secret CDC facility. 
it's not humor for everyone, but I find the way she describes things to be humorous, and I just really enjoyed the style of her writing. Number two, lovable characters. I'm not kidding you, I loved Alex and Poppy so much. I loved them like they were real people. I was rooting for their relationship every step of the way. I was very invested in it. Alex Nilsson was so real to me that he actually kind of reminded me a little bit of my own boyfriend with his quirky personality and conscientious ways, how he was kind of always caring for Poppy, but in a sort of like awkward way, like he rushed to Poppy's side when she was sick and took care of her, but he wasn't good at like hugging people or showing his affection um, like through PDA or hand-holding. Poppy was so fun and imaginative. Um, She easily felt like a best friend to me. The fact that she was bullied growing up, um, you know, really revealed some of her character traits and gave her a reason as to why she made some of the choices that she did. These lovable and realistic characters with real faults and real experiences create empathy in the reader and that allows you to feel connected to the story. Um... It also reminded me of my own relationship when Alex told Poppy that she makes him feel all sorts of things and he doesn't know if he can be everything for her that she needs. Um, That and the fact that they couldn't really decide where they would live reminds me of my own relationship because I guess I'm just going to get kind of personal here on this podcast episode. I live in Pittsburgh. I've always envisioned myself living in Pittsburgh. I'm very much... Uh, like a hometown person. I'm very close with my family and friends, and I've never really seen myself living anywhere else. But my boyfriend is actually from Ohio, and the characters in the story are both from Ohio. (laughs) Um, And he's a resident. He is a physician, and he works very hard at what he does. And I don't know if he really ever saw himself living in Pittsburgh, But kind of if you want to date me, that's kind of a part of the deal. Like, we're going to stay here because I really prioritize family and friends. So um, I think that Poppy and Alex struggle of, you know, where to live, how to make it, how are you happy choosing a place? How can both parties be happy? Um, That's like a very real struggle to me that's relatable on a personal level, which really helped me feel connected to the characters. And I think it's a good example of how like smaller, more everyday struggles can create empathy in characters. Sometimes we think there has to be these huge life-altering events, these huge bangs for a story to to be relatable or to be juicy. But if you have a good foundation, if you have a good voice, if you have realistic characters with these realistic flaws and issues, that can sometimes create um, just as much empathy as something much bigger because it's something that happens to people more frequently and it is a very relatable struggle, um, you know, deciding where to live, something as simple as that. Number three, good pacing. The book wasn't exactly fast-paced, at least in terms of plot, but it was well-paced. I think the author did a nice job between altering from flashback to the previous summers of Alex and Poppy's relationship to the present trip they were on in Palm Springs. We really got to know Alex and Poppy's past, but it didn't feel slow because their present trip in Palm Springs really kept the plot moving forward. And again, it was pretty humorous how they could not 
um, you know, turn the air conditioning down any more by more than one degree um, in order to cool down their apartment. It was like a swamp. They had like this really bad rental car and that scene was also very humorous. Uh, we also got to see Alex and Poppy in all these different settings like New Orleans, San Francisco, and Croatia, which kept things fresh and really gave us some different perspectives of their relationship. Number four, I thought it was a believable love interest. I was reading some Amazon reviews and I think a lot of people uh, didn't. They thought it was a little cheesy, but I liked it because the characters didn't fall head over heels with each other from the start. Um, there was some tension with their relationship from the start. Um, they each had serious romantic partners like Sarah and um, Poppy dated several people. And they had very real quirks like Poppy's loud and embarrassing family, her inability to settle down and sort of accept a traditional life or was what was traditionally expected from a woman. Um, and there was Alex's awkwardness. He's kind of reserved and neurotic. He feels compelled to take care of people, the struggle of finding a city that they both wanted to live in, and those are all real struggles that romantic relationships face. It wasn't just about the sex like so many romantic beach reads. I also thought it was, you know, a good, warm, wholesome story. Like I said, so many books today are about infidelity or drugs or all these different things, and I even write about those issues in my own stories. You know, so many characters, it's just all about, you know, drinking and partying and sex, and that's kind of a, re a reflection of our American culture. But I thought this story was, you know, very wholesome, and I think that the target audience maybe is a younger crowd, but I think that it was interesting and realistic enough that um, multiple age groups would find this story interesting. Overall, I really love this book. Um, it was whimsical, entertaining, and emotional, and I could definitely see myself reading it again someday. Now we are going to move over to Indie Author Avenue, which is where I feature a different indie author on my podcast and give them a shout out. Today we are giving Down the Lane by Paul Lafferty a shout out. This story is available on Amazon Kindle or paperback for $13.62 on paperback and $3.99 on Kindle. Down the Lane takes the reader on an eye-opening look at the parts of Niagara Falls that they don't tell you about in the tourist brochures. Follow Doc, a strip club manager with dreams of getting out of the game as he gets involved with forces beyond his control. While biker gangs and old mafia chieftains fight to control the city's underworld, Doc gets whipped gets swept up in the violence and threats and he does everything he can to stay alive and out of prison. This story has 62 ratings and it has 4.6 out of 5 stars so it seems like an interesting read to me. Thank you Paul for submitting your book for this week's episode. Don't forget if you want to be featured on this episode just comment on the pinned tweet on Turn Right Pod and we will get to you if we feel your story is a good choice to be promoted to our listeners. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. As always keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying and I'll talk to you on our next road trip.